You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. If you were about to have a heart attack, would you want someone to tell you about it? I'm seeing some of you sit next to your spouse saying, no, I'm ready to go. (laughs) Usually, um, sometimes heart attacks kind of catch you off guard. You just don't see it coming. There's a blood clot. There's something that is immediate. But sometimes there are subtle signs. Weakness in the arm. Just tired. Typically, we're tired because blood flow 100% of blood flow, the necessary blood flow, all the nutrients getting to the extremities of our body is just not getting there. And while we think we are healthy, while we walk around and we look maybe healthy, we don't feel healthy. And if we aren't attentive, sometimes what is unhealthy, because we're just experiencing it for so long, actually is assumed to be healthy. Like we've forgotten what healthy feels like. We've forgotten what having a lot of energy feels like. And so sometimes we just assume that being tired and lethargic is normal. It's a slippery slope if you can understand what I'm saying. Wouldn't it be great if someone could actually say, hey, you got some blood clots, you've got some plaque in there, you've got some some gradu in the piping that you need to address so that blood can freely flow? That's the whole purpose of the heart, right? The heart's purpose is to regenerate the blood that comes in, fill it with oxygen, with nutrients, and send it back out to the body so that we can function as a healthy body. I mentioned at the beginning of Mass that um, what I was excited to communicate to the Lafayette community is that um, Sacred Heart of Jesus, it's so beautiful that we actually have a parish named Sacred Heart of Jesus, our parish and our school is at the heart of this community. And what our parish says is that Jesus' heart is at the center of our community. It is his heart that nourishes and fills and feeds us. And if you think about it, what our parish is designed to be and what parishes are essentially designed to be is that you and I come here on Sunday and we are nourished and fed. The blood of Jesus comes into us and fills and sustains and heals. And we go out into our community, we go out into our families, we go out into our workplaces, and we give and we love and we share the good news of Jesus. And then we come back each Sunday, just like blood into a heart, and we're filled and we're fed and we're nourished. We support, we hear the word of God to go back out into a world that desperately needs us. And our community and our world desperately need Jesus. I hear more and more and I see it in my own heart, this spirit of lethargy, this spirit of boredom, this spirit of listlessness, this spirit of I'm just tired. 
And the subtlety and the danger is that we begin to accept this boredom and this fatigue and this lack of interest in things of God. We begin to accept that as normal. And what's happening is the appendages of the body are beginning to die. I want to show you a stat. Um, For those of you who were with us in 2018, we went through a preaching series called uh, Reboot. And I was casting the vision of our parish and why the vision of our parish was so important. And I, I gave you a lot of statistics. And the statistics were basically saying how the faith of Europe is dying almost dead. And that trend is slowly moving to the United States and slowly creeping into our Acadiana culture. So I'm not going to bore you with all of those stats. I'm going to give you a couple of stats that you won't even be able to see, but I'll interpret them to you so that you can understand them. This is basically a Pew Research from 2009 to 2019. So it's evaluating the Christian practice of belief in the country. How many Christians actually practice Christianity, right? We're not even talking about Catholic. We're just talking about Christian right here. And so it breaks it down into generations. There's the silent generation, those from 1928 to 1945, that's the first red line. Second red line are the baby boomers, those born from 1946 to 64. Then there's Generation X, my generation, 1965 to 1980, and then the millennials. And the red line is basically Christians who are practicing their faith from 2009 to 2019. And if you pay attention to the red line, obviously the red line, the percentages are decreasing. So what that means is the younger generations, as the generations get younger, they are decreasing their practice of the faith. So the silent generation, those born um, 28 to 45, 84% of Christians are actually practicing their faith. Then it goes down to 76, then it goes down to 67 then millennials, only half of millennials actually practice their faith. Now what's telling about this stat is if you look to the right side. It says those who are unaffiliated. Those people who have moved and begun to be unaffiliated with any organized religion whatsoever. That means they're probably not connected to any community. They're not connected to people who are exercising their faith. Maybe they believe in God, maybe they don't. But they're out there on their own. If you notice, those percentages are increasing significantly as the generations get closer to our modern day. They go from 10% to 17% to 25% to 40%. This is what that looks like in a, in a graph. I know you can't really see this, but... As the practice of Christianity is going down, the increase of those who are religiously unaffiliated is going up. Now, why am I bringing that up today? Because it's important that every once in a while we pause and we ask, what is our mission? What are we about? And where are we going? What is our mission? What are we about here at Sacred Heart? And where are we going? I want to maybe introduce you to a couple of phrases 
by Jesus. This is in the Gospel of Luke chapter 13, verse 49. Jesus says this, I have come to set the earth on fire. I have come to set the earth on fire and how I wish it were already blazing. Jesus says he has come to set the earth on fire. How do we understand this fire of Jesus? I don't know if you can see this, but there's a beautiful mosaic on our back altar. If you ever see the sacred heart depicted, there's always a fire, a flame coming out of the heart of Jesus. It's even on our our risen Lord, the sacred heart of Jesus has a flame coming out of his heart. What Jesus wants us to do is to fall in love with him and to be on fire for him. Fire spreads, fire consumes. Jesus wants to set us on fire with hope, with love, with all the virtues that come with Understanding that we are not alone, that we are created by God. We are part in living in his life. There are so many people out there who have no hope, who are bored to death with life. And the blood of Jesus, like the heartbeat of Jesus is not getting to them. They're becoming faint and they're beginning to accept that boredom and listlessness are actually normal. And they are filled with sadness. Maybe you might experience that in your own life. This idea of setting the world on fire. Listen to this. You may have heard of this story. Um, this story happens in the Bible right after Jesus is crucified he, and he dies. And there were a few of his disciples who thought that Jesus was actually who he said he was. They thought he was the Messiah. They thought he was the one that was going to come to save the world. He dies and they're left downcast. They're left very sad, very despondent. They're going back to Emmaus where they were from and Jesus actually appears to them. They don't recognize him and he starts talking to them and Jesus starts communicating to them. They're sad, they're listless. How many people do you know this about that you would describe this way, maybe yourself? And Jesus is communicating to them. Maybe he's communicating to the percentages of people who are unaffiliated, they've given up on religion, they've given up on the fact that God could actually be who he says he is. And there's a moment in time where they ask Jesus to come and they don't know who he is, they ask him to come in and there's a moment where he begins to break bread with them and their eyes are opened it says, and listen to this. With that their eyes were opened and they recognized him but he vanished from their sight. Here it is. Then they said, were not our hearts burning within us as he spoke to us on the way in open scriptures? Their hearts were burning when Jesus was with them. And what did they do? This is important. First thing they did, they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem where they found those gathered And they recounted what had taken place on the way and how Jesus made known to them the breaking of the bread. Their hearts were burning when they were in the presence of Jesus and they went and they wanted to share that with others. 
That is why our parish exists. Jesus has given us sacred heart so that you and I can come and encounter him. Our mission is to encounter Jesus and to become missionary disciples. I do not want to um, mislead you. I don't want to trick you. I don't want to dissuade you. I don't want to, um, I don't want to fool you. I want to be very clear about what we are about and what I am about as a pastor. What we are about here is about encountering the living Jesus in our midst. And Jesus wants to set you and he wants to set me and our hearts on fire for him. Because he is starving and he is hungry and he is sad that people out there have accepted a life without God, have accepted boredom, have accepted listlessness, have accepted mediocrity. They've accepted that as normal and healthy. He is sad. And he wants to change your heart so that you can go out into the world and invite other people to come to know him. Our mission to encounter Jesus and to become missionary disciples. I know many of us feel ill-equipped to go out into the world. We, we, we don't even want to go out into the world because we're still waiting for that encounter with Jesus. And so our parish is set up in a, in a way that we have mass. Hopefully our mass is life-giving to you. Jesus is present here, but we have encounter nights. You can come and ask and invite the Holy Spirit into your heart. We have an adoration chapel where you can spend time with the heart of Jesus. We have formation nights. These are all designed for you to build your faith. If you look at those statistics, what we're finding is that there is a generation like my parents' generation. They feel very ill-equipped to pass on the faith to their children. And so we are in, in possible jeopardy of, of losing an entire generation. And so we have a wonderful school here. Part of the heart of the mission of our parish is, is St. Cecilia School. We have access to 460 hearts of children. And we're teaching them and we're introducing them to, the, to Jesus and who he is. We have access to 900 parents and their hearts we're trying to bring parents into the mission of our parish. Why? So that we don't have a heart attack. Quite honestly. So that you and I don't have a heart attack. Because there's some blockage. There's a lot of clogging. There's a lot of, of numbness in the body. I want to say that again. There's a lot of numbness. There's a lot of disinterest. And I don't want us to accept the boredom and the disinterest and the numbness as normal. I have come to set the earth on fire. We're not our hearts burning within us as we were with him. That's the purpose of our parish. And I would really invite you and ask that you beg the Lord to set your heart on fire. To chase out the numbness and the boredom and the spirit of this world that wants to lure you away from the heart of Jesus and into a place where his blood is not reaching, where his power is not reaching. It is a place of despair and loneliness and apathy. Broussard is growing, in case you haven't noticed. 
Um, Caterpillar's making a fortune off of our town. They're moving dirt left and right. It's really hard to find a contractor right now because they're building houses in our area. Our population is doubling. And what that means is our body is expanding. Those of you who ever gain weight in your life know that um, the heart works a little harder to get blood to the peripheries. And we're going to have to work a little harder, but we're going to have to come closer to the heart of Jesus. As we come this morning, I would remind you of what we are about. We're about encountering Jesus and becoming missionary disciples. The reason we have small groups is I know that um, isolation breeds insulation and it breeds loneliness and it breeds despair. I know you feel ill-equipped and I know you get nervous about sharing the faith with other people. And so small groups is just our attempt, our plan to bring you around people who are supporting you, people are praying for you. It's a space where we can invite the Lord in, in between Sundays. If you are coming to Mass just on Sunday, that is a beautiful thing, and I'm so grateful you're here. But I don't know a whole lot of people who get enough, that are fed enough by just coming to Mass on Sunday. It's possible. I'm not saying it's not possible. But I need help, and I need people in my life who love me and support me, so... Please pray for our parish. Please pray for our mission. And if you don't feel a part of what's happening here, I really encourage you to start asking questions. You know somebody who's engaged and active in our parish. Ask them what's going on. Get close to the fire. It's really warm. Jesus will never take anything away from you that is good and holy. He will only increase in you love and charity for your family, for your friends, for those people that he is passionately in love with. So pray with me. Lord Jesus, I give you permission. I give you permission to come and send your Holy Spirit upon us, to send your fire down upon us. I give you permission to look at anything you want to look at, our apathy, our listlessness, our boredom, our pain, our hurt, our despair. I give you permission to heal all of our past, maybe all of maybe the priests who have come before in this place and maybe have not communicated your love in a real way, have used rather than served. I give you permission to, to heal our brokenness, our families, our experience of lack of love in our families, anything that would discourage us from believing that something beautiful and good can happen here in our parish, in our school. That you would bring hope and healing rather than despair and boredom. Lord, that our place, our parish, our school would be a place that people can come and be set on fire for love of you. You would take away any discouragement, any doubt, any fear about sharing your good news with others. Come and heal our families. Come and heal our parish and school family so that we can truly be missionaries for you, disciples in this community. Lord, please find open hearts in us. We ask all of this in Jesus' name. Amen.